Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Gernon, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is ready to step into her superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Do you ever feel intimidated at work despite your own credentials and experience? It's crazy when you look at it objectively, right? If you actually look at what you've achieved. Yet most people experience this at work, male and female. So I know you're proud to be a woman in a leadership role and that you fought the inbuilt sexism. You're paving the way for the younger generation, showing them that women can lead and make a huge business impact too, in a way only women can. You have built credibility and respect by doing your job well. You and your team are seen as the go-to and you're known for getting shit done. Did I sum you upright? Yet despite your success, you sometimes feel intimidated by senior stakeholders and certain people that make you literally shrink like Alice in Wonderland. You're probably not quite sure why, but when you're in their presence, you feel like a little girl again. Can you relate? In today's episode, you'll learn the difference between bullying and intimidation the top five reasons women in leadership roles feel intimidated based on my own research. Three powerful questions you must ask yourself when you're feeling intimidated. And then at the end, if you stick around, I will give you my three top tips to flip intimidation to power in a matter of seconds. Sound good? So I just want to say something first, real quick. Um, I actually have COVID right now and I've been sick for the last few days, so my voice isn't sounding great, but I committed to getting this podcast out weekly, so I'm going to do it. So please bear with me if my voice doesn't sound as beautiful as it normally does, not. So I'm just going to jump straight in. So first, I just want to address the difference between intimidation and bullying, just because there is a big difference. Now, I'm not going to talk about bullying today. I'm not qualified or anything like that to speak about it. But I just want to give you what I suppose the context for this podcast is and what it's not. So in the Oxford Dictionary, they define intimidation as to frighten or overawe someone especially in order to make them do what one wants. So I thought that was a very interesting definition. Sometimes when we think about intimidation, it's that, you know, big, strong character. But sometimes it's actually, you can be intimidated if you're overawed by somebody. And we'll get into that in a little bit. And then to bully is usually a person who habitually seeks to harm or to intimidate those whom they perceive as vulnerable. Now, the Health and Safety Authority in Ireland clarifies this well. And they say that 
you are not necessarily being targeted or bullied just because you feel hurt or unfairly treated. When we feel bad, and this is so true, we see events less clearly and we can be biased and we can blame others. And then because we feel vulnerable, we might misinterpret reasonable behaviour for something else that's targeted against us personally. But if there is a repeated pattern of behaviour of picking you out offensively, then you need to follow your company policies, okay, which is usually talking to your HR or um, talking to your management. So today I'll focus on the feelings of intimidation that are not related to bullying as again, it's not a topic I'm qualified to speak about. And like I said, please follow your local HR policies and speak with your manager if you feel you are being bullied. So let's get into the intimidation piece. As part of the business development work for my signature system, Powerhouse Revolution, I conducted over 100 interviews and they're still ongoing with women in leadership roles across various sectors in all major industries, including medical device, pharma, technology, financial services, social media, consumer goods and more. And I learned from my own clients too and from my 17 years in the corporate world where I was involved in many culture initiatives as well as obviously connecting and working very closely with female leaders at all levels and I was one myself. So I actually really love learning about what you are finding challenging or if you're struggling with something so I can create solutions for you. So if there is something that, you know, you'd like me to talk about in this podcast, I would really love if you would get in touch. You can get me at hello at lucygarnan.com or as always connect with me on Instagram or on LinkedIn. It's just my name, Lucy Garnan. The purpose of the interviews I did was for me to gain a deeper insight and a more, I suppose, broad understanding from different industries of the specific challenges and goals that women in management and leadership roles face. So I could develop a coaching experience that provides the exact solutions you need so you can break through. There are so many coaches out there who are leadership coaches, which are absolutely needed and super, super valuable. But I suppose what's super important to me is that leadership is just one component of what women in leadership roles need. You need tools and skills and various different things to help you to perform optimally, but also to live your best life, because that's what I'm all about. I want you to have that career that fulfills you without burning out or missing out on life because life is way too short. So that's exactly why I created Powerhouse Revolution, which is a life-changing five-step system, which is proven not only to help you create your dream career and lifestyle, but will transform you into the happiest, most empowered version of yourself in the process. You can read more about that at lucygarnan.com forward slash work with Lucy or just reach out directly. I'd love to hear from you and hear your stories. You can email me at hello at lucygarnan.com or as always, just connect with me on social media on Instagram or LinkedIn. So back to the interviews, one theme that came out loud and clear from my research was that many female leaders wish they had more confidence and wish they didn't feel as intimidated and could be more assertive. Negative self-talk, being more strategic, work-life balance, increasing visibility, and also dealing with negative stakeholders were also very big areas that I will absolutely cover in later episodes. So when it comes to intimidation, I incorrectly assumed that when female leaders felt intimidated in the workplace, 
it was largely going to be due to men. But what actually transpired was that most of the women I discussed this with felt more intimidated by other women. How crazy is that? I am all about female empowerment, supporting and celebrating one another. So I was a little surprised to hear this. Yet deep down, I suppose I probably really wasn't. But gender aside, I have narrowed down the top five reasons you may feel intimidated at work. And I'll walk you through them now. And we will talk all about women supporting women in a later episode because I have too much to say on that topic. Right, so here are the top five reasons that I found that women leaders feel intimidated at work. So number one is someone in a position of authority or somebody you see as having more power than you, which is the obvious one. For example, your boss, an external auditor, a client, a customer, or somebody in a position of, I suppose, higher seniority in the organization that you're in. Reason number two was somebody who you feel threatened by as they have more knowledge than you or get more recognition than you, regardless of level. Example, um, that other person, you know, your peer that your boss loves or your team member who is super smart and knows everything, that one. Number three was their own internal narrative. So this is where imposter syndrome rears its head, where your own mind is negative um, when it comes to your abilities. So you may feel intimidated if you don't feel good enough in yourself and your own abilities. Number four was, you know that person who tends to shut you down in meetings and makes you feel small? That was the other one. So for example, you might have that really strong alpha male who literally makes you quake, makes your stomach churn, makes your mouth go dry and so you don't want to speak up. Or it could be that domineering strong female who likes to take over the room without inviting your opinion or input into the conversation. I just want to pause this episode for a second to tell you about something super exciting that I'm hosting on the 22nd of May and it's absolutely free. It's my brand new imposter syndrome breakthrough masterclass. I cannot wait because in this one hour masterclass, I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to execute with confidence and feeling not good enough and confused as to how you can make changes to exploding your personal confidence in your leadership role and eliminating imposter syndrome for good so you can make the impact you want to make while maintaining balance and having a lot more fun too. Trust me, this is going to be so worth an hour of your time. Head over to lucygarden.com forward slash masterclass right now to save your seat. And then number five was somebody who ignores you, someone who is like passive aggressive or to put it quite frankly is just a bitch. As part of my signature program, Powerhouse Revolution, I dig deep into this area with some clients who want to work on this because for some people, this is not really a huge issue. It's something that's very manageable and something that they can accept and have learned to adapt. But for others, it can really affect their performance um, in terms of confidence, assertiveness, wanting to speak up and just not having the courage to do so. So it's super important that I suppose you, you address this. And I'm hoping that today's podcast will give you some tips. So 
I use a tool actually with my own clients that I developed called the Wonderland Communication Model. And this is based on a modern psychological theory of transactional analysis. And my analogy of Alice in Wonderland, where she has to shrink and grow depending on the situation, played a big part in the name of this Wonderland. So I teach my clients in detail what's going on with this power differential because there's a whole science behind this that I really can't get into on the podcast because it's too detailed and I need to kind of show you diagrams and things like that. And I ask a lot of powerful questions to help my clients, I suppose, to break through and really take back their personal power. So today I'm going to share three of those powerful questions that I use with you to help you to gain more insight into what's going on for you to get you started. So the three powerful questions you will be able to see on my website, if you go to lucygarnan.com forward slash 004, they'll be there for you so that you can use them at a later date if you want to perhaps journal. Now, I would really recommend, side note, that you use a journal every single day. What is a journal? Journaling is where you basically write your thoughts on paper with the intent to help you to problem solve. And journaling has been found to be super, super effective. There was a study in 2006, which actually demonstrated that young adults who did journaling, which is obviously writing down their thoughts and you can use journal prompts and things, which are some of the questions I'm going to give you today. It actually was as effective as cognitive behavioral therapy in reducing depression, which is super profound. Like, you know, people sometimes think that they're broken and that they have, you know, big problems in their lives and obviously some people do but a lot of the time unless there's been a traumatic event of course it's all in your own head and journaling is a super powerful way asking those powerful questions to come to your own conclusions and to come to your own solutions. Now obviously when you work with a coach when you work with somebody like me I'm trained in a lot you know I suppose in powerful questioning in active listening in helping you to understand your own mind but journaling is a really really good way to start to get to know yourself. So I hope I've convinced you. But if you don't want to use a journal, you can absolutely just ask yourself this in your head and just reflect on these questions. So I'm going to give you the three powerful questions now to help you to gain more insight into what's going on for you when you are feeling intimidated. So I want you to really think what specific situation or person triggers these feelings? Is it a person? Is it a group of people? Is it a specific meeting you're in? Is it when you're one-to-one? Is it when you're in a group? Is it a certain topic that automatically makes you feel intimidated? Just really get curious with yourself and ask yourself those questions like what specific situation or person triggers these feelings? And again, like I said, I would recommend you jot those feelings down. Question number two to ask is, what specifically makes them intimidating or makes the situation intimidating? For example, it might be that the person you feel intimidated by has more knowledge than you, or it could be their tone, just their presence. Is it, are there certain characteristics about this person? Then question three you can ask yourself is, if it's specifically related to a person that you feel intimidated by, who do they remind you of? So is this person triggering 
I suppose, emotions and thoughts and feelings that you maybe had as a child around a, a coach or a teacher or a parent? Is this person reminding you of that person? So who else makes you feel this way, past or present? Is there a similarity? Is there some correlation there? And like I said, sometimes these things go back to childhood. Well, most things do. And like I said, they could remind you of that parent or that was very strict with you who made you feel like a little girl because you were a little girl, but you're not anymore. So I would really encourage you just to reflect on those questions. And again, put pen to paper. You can go and find these questions on the website, lucygarnan.com forward slash 004. So once you ask yourself these questions and you've gotten really curious with yourself and you can make this playful, by the way, because I know when you're feeling intimidated, intimidation is quite a negative emotion. And one sure way to shut down negativity is to bring in a little bit of fun, right? So get playful with it and get curious with yourself. And once you have a better understanding of why these feelings of intimidation are coming up for you, I'm going to give you my top three tips to flip that intimidation to power. But it's really important for you that before you start trying to implement these tips, that you have some idea of the root cause. Because one of my superpowers is helping my clients to get to root cause of what's going on. Because for me, once you understand the root cause, you can truly solve the problem. But if you're just skimming the surface, that problem or that real reason why you feel that way just sits there and it just keeps bubbling and bubbling. So just get really curious with yourself. So tip number one to flip intimidation to power is I want you to remind yourself, repeat this statement in your mind. I am no better or worse than anyone else and my opinion counts. I'm going to say it again. I am no better or worse than anyone else and my opinion counts. When I was growing up, my mother would tell stories about being an Irish woman working in a very prestigious company in Notting Hill in England, you know, Notting Hill, um, back in the 70s, where the signs, no dogs, no blacks, no Irish were everywhere. Now, she came from a really small village in County Kilkenny called Gregnamana. And, you know, she came from very humble beginnings. They had no central heating like a lot of people back then growing up. Yet despite her humble background, she never allowed that culture to dim her light. And she's told me so many stories about her time in London where she just, you know, she just believed in herself and she did really well over there. But before she left her home to go to the big city of London, her father told her, he gave her some advice, which she has always passed on to me and my sisters. You're no better or worse than anyone else. And it's really something that she instilled in us as children. We are all equals, regardless of seniority, of job title. We are all just the same. We all deserve to receive and give respect, to have a voice, to enjoy life and to work harmoniously together for the most part. So if you're feeling inferior, you are subconsciously telling yourself that the other person is more powerful than you. And that is not the case. For example, if you want to speak up in a meeting, but you think you might look stupid or you fear what those more senior people will think, flip it into adult mode. Get your big girl pants on, gather the facts and the data and think logically. You're not a child and you have a right to your opinion. So run your opinion through your filters before you speak and if you feel that it will add value to the topic or your gut is telling you, hmm, They need to know this stuff. 
you know, if you maybe have missing information, just take a breath and say it. What's the worst that can happen? You're already living your worst case scenario. You're sitting there feeling intimidated. So you'll either be right and they will think you're stupid and then you'll feel the same or they might just love what you say. And there's a very, very strong possibility because you have got to where you are right now in your career, you know what you're talking about. And just because somebody is at a more senior level to you doesn't mean that your opinion isn't valuable because it is. So once you've repeated your mantra of I am no better, I am no worse than anyone else and my opinion counts. And if that's still not enough, which it might not be in some situations, I want you to listen to tip number two. So pay attention because this is important. My tips are always really simple, guys, really practical. They're not convoluted. They're things that actually work, okay, that I've tried myself or that my clients have tried. So step number two is to imagine them as a child. Literally imagine that person shrinking down to their child self in your mind's eye. You can imagine them with ice cream all over their face. Whatever works for you, you will instantly feel less threatened. We all entered the world the same way, naked and vulnerable. Now, I'm not suggesting that you start imagining people naked. That would just be weird. But just imagine them shrinking down to their childhood selves. Maybe imagine them playing with a toy as they're speaking to you or And try not to obviously laugh, okay? I don't want you to be laughing when you're doing this. But whatever it is that's just going to make you, I suppose, feel a little bit more powerful. We are all equals. We all go to the bathroom. We all have fears. We all suffer from imposter syndrome at some point. Even the C-suite executives, all of us, everybody does. We're humans. How do I know this? Well, firstly, I have worked with leaders at all levels from CEOs to frontline managers in some of the world's top companies. And I can tell you with certainty that everyone feels this way sometimes. We just don't talk about it openly. So remind yourself, you're no better than anyone else. You're no worse than anyone else. Take a deep breath and step into your power. Do not allow anyone to dim your light as you have way too much going for you. And then the final tip for today is if somebody is you want to you're feeling intimidated because there is somebody who is, I suppose, too domineering and their behavior is just really making you feel intimidated and you've tried the other two steps and it's just not working. I want you to call them out on their behavior. Now, I remember a time I did did this. Now, just for context, I was the biggest people pleaser you could ever have met. I really liked the piece. I wanted people to like me. I wanted to impress. And I really, I like craved external validation that I was doing a good job. So the last thing I would ever have done is to try and ruffle any feathers. Okay. But early in my career, I remember this one person who really intimidated me. He was quite senior in the company I worked in. And he did used to talk down to me. And it was affecting my ability to do my job because I was paranoid in his presence. I was afraid I might say something stupid. I, you know, he might look at me a certain way and I would literally quake. And I immediately just felt like a child when I was in his presence. So I decided that one day he had said something to me and it was just a flippant comment, right? It's, it wasn't bullying or anything like that. It was just, you know, that person who just has that way that makes you just feel that way. 
So I was like, enough is enough. And I called him out on it. He had said something to me that just came across to me as, hush now, little girl, I'll handle it. And it wasn't the first time. So in that moment, I actually still don't know what came over me, but I just said, don't speak to me that way. And he said, what do you mean speak to you what way? And I said, the way you've just spoken to me. And it just came out of my mouth. But it was funny. I felt this immediate power shift in the moment. Um, And he said that he didn't mean it. And after that, he actually went out of his way to be nice to me. And he apologised. And he was super, I suppose, respectful after that. And I was so proud of myself. It didn't take a whole lot because I just told him, I suppose, what he had said, how it made me feel, how it was affecting our relationship. I explained that I wanted to be able to collaborate with him, that I want, you know, it was important for us to be able to work together. And after that, we got on fabulously. And here's the thing that you might not realise. Most people, regardless of level, seniority or how they portray themselves, most people don't like confrontation. So if you actually, I suppose, step into your power and say it in a play from a way of, I suppose, trying to resolve it, um, you're going to be pleasantly surprised by the result. So if you do feel intimidated and you sense that, you know, there's just no way that you can resolve this and it's starting to manifest in a way that's keeping you up at night, you've got to call them out on it. But do it from a place of logic and not emotion. Emotions will honestly only weaken your position. You want to be strong and assertive. Like, get mad, you know, like not mad with them, but like have a chat with yourself before you say something. And then tell the person in a very adult manner how they're making you feel. Stick to the facts and explain how it's affecting your ability to work together and to make an impact on the business, okay? Often, others really don't realise that they are making you feel any sort of way and will be mortified at the thoughts of it. So you have a right to communicate and let the person know. So I hope you found today's episode valuable. My tips are always super simple, super practical. They're not very complex because I want you to have something you can use in the moment and actually execute in real time that will help you. So let me know if you use any of the tips or let me know which one that you think you might use next time to help you to stop shrinking like Alice in Wonderland and help you to return to that normal size or maybe even a bit bigger. Also, I would love to extend a very special invitation to you. If you are interested in working with me, I would love to hear from you. You can go to my website, lucygarnan.com forward slash work with Lucy and complete the short application form. It takes like two minutes to tell me a little bit about your challenges and goals. And then I'll be in touch to arrange your complimentary 20 minute chemistry call where I will listen to you about your challenges and your goals. We will see if we are a good fit and I can explain how I can help support you on your journey to greatness. So that's it for today's episode. Next week, I'll be talking about three crucial mistakes you make as a leader and what to do instead. You are definitely not going to want to miss next week. So it'll be out next Wednesday at 11am. And if you did enjoy today's episode, please share with your colleagues to give them these tips. Because imagine if women all over the world were rising, being more assertive, saying what they wanted to say in a way that was impactful to the business, in a way that made them feel more confident. How amazing would our world be? Like, just gives me goosebumps thinking about it. So that's it for today. I really, really appreciate your support. I hope it was valuable and I will talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.